This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Talking audio entertainment with Mike Fair is always a good time. He's a huge fan of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft and H.P. Lovecraft-inspired stories. And there's always this theme of, you know, psychological thriller as part of uh, horror and, you know, other thrillers when he brings it in. He's got a major fascination for these. And you got that running theme with podcasts and audio entertainment and TV shows, etc., books book recommendations, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but it is fascinating to hear him break it down, Kells, and then to think, like, what part of this is interesting to me? Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny you say that, because that's just where I was going to go. For me, a lot of these things are pace, timing, sound. Of course, yeah. the acting is is what you expect to be there, but any little Production. details on sound. I want to be able to rewind and say, how the heck? Or I like sitting there, if I have headsets on, saying, what the heck? Where was that? Was that in there? Just the subtleties, mm. the little detail, you know, even if it's a conversation, two people talking and you hear a siren faintly or you hear a plane, anything that makes me really feel like this was live recorded yeah. and on on location or whatever. Oh, yeah, that that's always beautiful. And then when you get a scene like the one we played, some of those great sounds that really help bring it along, that make you quiver as you're listening. So, yeah, because the last really thing cool. you want is disbelief, right? The last thing you want right. with any kind of fantasy or even an adaptation of a book is to think, eh, this doesn't really fit the medium no. or it doesn't really doesn't fit what right. they're trying to do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, 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 and it really was amazing, especially when you look back at times in, in, you know, let's say the 70s and going into the 80s. CBC was amazing here mm-hmm. in Canada, what they did with sound. You know, other networks around the world were not quite caught up, but you, the difference was night and day, and that's what we're getting now regularly, whether it's podcast design shows like this with sound or the specifics that you're buying from, you know, graphic audio or whomever. Right. And I appreciate, too, sorry, real quick. I appreciate, too, just how things are adapted for modern times, because you think of something like H.P. Lovecraft and you're like, how, uh, you know, are people going to sit with this this content? Exactly. Mm -hmm. But it's not subtle. It's very well known. And, uh, you know, that's some of the stuff that Michael Fair brings to us every week on the program. All the time on the show. And uh, I think he's had a great old time getting us ready for Halloween. Yep. Speaking of getting ready, folks, for whatever comes our way, we know it. It's what in the world. Let's bring on Grant Hardy. Do you want to know about the craziest stories news has to offer? Look no further than What in the World with myself, Grant Hardy, where I explore the most preposterous, comical, and mind-boggling stories from all across the globe. Nice to have you back, Mr. Hardy. Hope things out west are good. We know you got a pocket full of all sorts of good because we're going to stop and say, what in the world? Probably a couple of times in this segment. Welcome yeah. back. And I teased, just to, to go back to this, I teased a, a story that we're not going to cover because you already covered it, Kells, when I wasn't here. But I'm still yeah. reeling from that just over the break, you catching me up on that story of uh, the wrong house being demolished. <gasps> oh. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that, eh, Grant? Wow. Do you know what? I kind of... I kind of dig, I don't dig the company, but I kind of dig how snarky they are. Like the the neighbor, you know, coming over and like, you're demolishing the wrong house. They're like, mind your own business. business. I mean, at that point, at that point, like, you know what? There's nothing I can do to fix this. I'm here to demolish a house. I've started demolishing the house. 
you need to just let me do my work, Back off. right? Yeah. Oh <laughs> gosh. And besides, my company's got I'm I'm insured here. I'm just gonna yeah. leave it be. I just do what the bosses say. And mm -mm. boy, I hate my boss. It'll be great when he's fired for this. <laughs> oh. oh, there you go. <laughs> ah, all right. Matter of fact, I'll dig a hole where this house was just to make sure I do the job complete. Oh, <laughs> Why not, right? Okay, let's see if we can dig something else up in the what in the world vault here. Uh, how about this one? Uh, turns out there was a theft of more than two million dimes earlier this year from a tractor trailer that had picked up the coins uh, from the U.S. Mint in Philadelphia. The driver uh, apparently was bound for Miami when he pulled into a parking lot to have a little sleep. And during the night, thieves made off with a portion of its cargo, which totaled more than $750,000 in dimes, which, just to give you some perspective, weighed about six tons. Uh, the... Uh, Theft apparently was part of a bizarre spree of robberies from tractor trailers passing through the region that also included very odd items like frozen crab legs, shrimp, meat, beer, and liquor. Uh, unfortunately for the thieves, they weren't really very good at covering their tracks apparently they left a bunch of dimes all over the ground and immediately <laughs> went to the bank to convert their dimes into usable money they now face conspiracy robbery theft of government money and you know various other charges wow they would have been left just leaving well enough alone with the shrimp the crab <laughs> and the alcohol like good grief i mean that sounds like a robbery like or orchestrated by bill shackleton and i we know what yeah, Billy maybe. would settle with. Yeah, feast. we know what Billy'd be settled with. I'd be having a ball with all that crab. Ooh, ooh, love all that. But the dimes, Grant, do we know if they knew what they were doing, or just did they just break into this truck? Oh, well, it's dimes. Well, I guess because they sound prepared. If you're taking six, t uh, how much was it? Six tons of dimes. Yeah. Is that right? Six. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. If you're taking that much, you got to be prepared. Well, I would assume. Yes, because of the fact that some of the dimes ended up on the ground. Uh, but yeah, you go, they're not very good thieves. You want to, you know, cool it a bit. You know, don't immediately go to the bank where you can kind of be traced and convert that into yeah. money. I feel like when I was, I think, about three, year, three years old, only time I think I ever stole something and I put a tape in a tape case in my shirt or something like that that I wanted and people immediately were like uh why do you have a tape case in your shirt so that's when I realized okay I'm not a very good thief I'm a terrible either. shoplifter I bent over to tie his shoe and out comes the case <laughs> onto the ground but uh, this guy must have slept well but then again having the truck on and everything like that and him probably off with the sand you know but, put, but the sands of morpheus i guess all those dropping dimes on the ground and the organization and the loud sound of cha-ching probably didn't wake him up <laughs> just a classic yeah. examples of you've gone too far you know yeah. you had your feast stick with that well to go for everybody the dimes needs a little... and ruin everything well everybody like... needs a little <laughs> change in their life mm. okay. i like to have faith in humankind i think he was like okay i'm gonna steal a bunch of money but i'm gonna leave some on the ground you right. know, for yeah. people other people, for who, other might people who might need it i'm not gonna me. take all yeah. of it yeah <laughs> so generous after all what else there you have you for us sir uh this is kind of an interesting one new one new zealand town says it has had enough 
of Celine Dion after car drivers have joined a craze of blasting <laughs> out her ballads at 2 a.m. What a hater. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> carry on. Yeah, apparently the residents have actually launched a petition to bring on the, uh, to bring an end to the noise, but the participants of the so-called siren battles say they are a way to express themselves so the battles involve groups of people gathering in an area with their cars and then blasting music from sirens which are typically used for emergency warnings Uh and the idea oh my gosh (laughs) the idea is to be the one to play music the loudest and the clearest so apparently they've selected Celine Dion's music, aside from the fact that it's very famous and good, uh, but it's also very high and has very little bass, which makes it easier to play on the sirens. And one of the mm-hmm. organizers has said, there are worse things to do. We're not going to the bar and getting into a fight. We're just expressing ourselves musically. Unfortunately, residents don't seem to agree with one person saying that sleep is a fundamental human right and we need to (laughs) shut this down what a way to use the sirens i hope celine dion hears from this uh, of this and she sings a song in in siren form Ah, like you know like that was (laughs) that would be great oh wow they called it noise yeah celine dion is noise come on that's so rude very disrespectful. <laughs> I think they're picking on Canadians again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And also, uh... um, unless we're talking particularly about the Titanic theme song, then no, bring yep. on Celine Dion. Yeah. And, and if they get two out of line, let's sick, uh, let's sick Shania Twain on them. Yeah. Thank we'll you. We'll give them the Canadian, the Canadian kickdown. Truly. Or, uh, People don't know who they're messing with here. Or, or, Ch- or Chad, Chad Kruger. We'll get him, you know. We'll get Nickelback all over it. Just a probably too much bass there. Yeah. Would, oh yeah, I would I would dig Nickelback. This is one situation where I'm like I I would have always said, you know, to a young adult like there are better things to do than going to a bar, or whatever. Maybe actually this is a case where it would be better to go to the bar. Yeah. yeah well, so. you and I you and I know they're standing out there playing their music and sipping a couple of cold ones or lukewarm depending on how hot the night is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um I don't know if we have time for one yep. more here, but uh now so it turns out Tesla has received various requests and inform- for information, uh subpoenas from the US Department of Justice related to potential uh, personal benefits violations, uh, and a range of other things about their business. Uh, the Wall Street Journal reported that federal prosecutors are investigating perks provided to their CEO uh, going back as far as 2017, including a project described as a glass house for Musk. Uh, earlier, uh, apparently, people are also investigating complaints from customers about their vehicle ranges not being as advertised. And there are also some investigations going uh, related to other aspects of their business as well, including their car's self-driving capabilities. The reason that this is in what in the world is because Tesla has a pretty bizarre complaint 
about these allegations. They are concerned that it will have, quote, a material impact on their business <laughs> and therefore <laughs> are hoping that these don't proceed. So basically, they're almost... Are they almost admitting guilt here? I don't know. But they're basically saying we're annoyed about this because if we did wrong, it could affect our business. <laughs> exactly. You these. It doesn't matter the people that are climbing into their back seat thinking the car is fully automated. Oh. Yeah, I can take a nap now while this is going down the highway. See ya. Just kidding. Yeah. Not quite. Not, not no. yet. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, I don't man. know. Apparently, people say there is some sort of automated mode that people are somehow enabling but of course it's very it's just not quite there yet like they say oh okay okay yeah like they say Mm -hmm. it's it's level one there's seven levels before something's classed as fully 100 automated and Mm. those are the steps we're working towards years from now but if for some reason it's (laughs) like if something's going to take the hit it's going to be tesla right like that's what it feels like because of reputation that's right Essentially, I'm going to use this as a new life tip. Like if I ever make, you know, willfully, whatever, make some kind of mistake, I'm just going to like, I would like us not to pursue this just because I'm afraid of the impact it might have on me. It might make me look incompetent or worse, wrong. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thanks, Grant. Always a pleasure. Always enjoy Grant coming on and covering up what in the world <laughs> with us as he does every two weeks on the program. Oh, uh, can you imagine the, uh, the gaslighting around this? Anyways, oh, yeah. we're, <laughs> we're going to come back. Poor Elon Musk. He's such a misunderstood person. I know. Oh, he has so much uh, to deal with. Anyway, we're very sarcastic on the show today. We're going to take a break. Come back with uh, Bill Shackleton for The Buzz with Bill. Can the new film, Uncharitable, change people's minds about overhead and nonprofits? Well, we'll find out more about Bill's opinions on this after the break. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Ramya Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.